to Perfectly Normal, a podcast that brings you love, courage, and connection. And I'm your host, Michelle. I'm a life coach, artist, author, and pharmacist. I'm the founder of Elevate Life Coaching. It's a seminar and coaching company. Let's jump right into the show. Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining me this week. Um, so we are exactly about a week away from Christmas. Um, so for those of you who celebrate Christmas, uh, Merry Christmas to you. In case I don't speak to you before then, <laughs> um, hopefully uh, you have all the presents and all these uh, needy greedy things that you have to take care of before holidays all taken care of or maybe coming to an end close to it. Um, so today, this morning, um, what came up for me was that the topic of shame. Because yesterday, so I belong to this uh, coach community on Facebook, and yesterday um, I saw a question and someone had asked, why is shame part of the human experience? I saw the question and I thought, hmm, that is very interesting. And this is something that I see coming up again and again when I when I help when I work with clients who's you know they come in and they have a lot of, a lot of uh, negative self-talk and when you have a lot of negative self-talk oftentimes shame will come up um, as one of the emotions or thoughts that you have and how do you work around shame and what is it about shame why do we even have it like why does it even exist when I saw that question, it kind of triggered a memory that I have when I was 13 years old. And I actually wrote a, wrote a blog article on it, and it's actually posted online. So if you go to my website, elevatelifecoaching.org, you can actually read, read the article. But in that article, I talk about you know my experience when I was 13 years old when I first got my period. So I was panicking, even though my, my mom had already kind of prepped me in terms of you know what to expect. Um, as a teenager, when you first get your period, even with that preparation, and when I finally had my period, I remember I was panicking, I didn't know what to do, I didn't know how to deal with it. And I was living alone um, in the physical rehab center. So I had no access to a drugstore or a uh, convenience store where I can purchase those feminine products. So I got onto a payphone and back then we had payphone, you know, the one that's attached to the wall and you have to actually have to put coins in. So I got to a payphone, I called my parents and my parents came visit me the next day and took me to a convenience store to, to get those feminine products. And so my mom ended up spending a day with me, you know, at the rehab center and just kind of just be with me. But through that whole process, I was dealing with it alone. I wasn't I wasn't living at home, so I didn't have that kind of support where on one-on-one my mom is taking care of it and my mom is there. If I have any question, I can go to her directly. And I remember one day I was just laying in the bed and I was almost taking a nap, but I wasn't. I remember hearing the doctor, one of the doctors um, who worked there coming in to, to visit us um, that day. And I never liked that doctor for some reason. The way that he talks, the way that he walked, the way he looked, he just looked very arrogant. And the way that he talked to people is just very condescending. I, I know I'm pressing a lot of judgment, but that's how I felt. 
Um, <laughs> so I was 13 and, and I was laying in the bed. I was pretending that I don't want to deal with him. So I was pretending that I fell asleep. But I remember he walking, walking up to my bedside and he said something to me. I, I, he must have known that I wasn't really asleep. So he came up to me and he said something to me. He said, oh, look at you. You're a woman now. And he laughed. And so it wasn't what he said that made me feel ashamed. It was how she said, how he said it. And how he said it was such a condescending way that it almost made me feel like there's something wrong with the fact that I'm having a period. And I think shame is such a common feeling that many of us have throughout the day. You know, sometimes we're not doing something that we should, we know we should be doing, or um, some experience that we have gone through that it becomes really painful, and and that painful feeling, that unpleasant feeling of embarrassment and that nervousness that we don't ex- we we don't get accepted in to the society or a community or a tribe that feeling of that disconnect and and Brene Brown is such a such a big um person in this this feel of shame and she actually had quoted um shame being that unpleasant, painful feeling where you have a lot of feeling of blame, disconnect, and just not feeling being accepted to, to a community. Um, so she's really big in that in that space of, of dealing with shame, and she has a lot of research on shame, which I'm sure you can, you know, we all familiar with it, and you can Google online. There's tons of, of her articles and, and her talk that you can you can learn from. But for me, um, in response to that question, in terms of why do we even have shame in the first place? I mean, if it's such a such a negative feeling and painful experience, why do humans even have it? And so my argument is that shame is actually part of the human experience because it is important and it's how we how we function and how we grow in a society. Um, so a child didn't know about shame until someone teach that child, these are the things that you shouldn't be doing or that you shouldn't believe or that you shouldn't do or else da, 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 right? So the shame was learned um, when others start shaming us. And so if you think, think back, if I think back um, in my childhood, I remember that I was taught that, well, you know, in order to act in a certain way or a, a girl should not be, um, their, their skirt should be covered to their knee. Uh, you shouldn't be sitting with your legs wide open. You should be ashamed if you do the opposite, right? So we were taught what is the social standard? What is the norm? What is acceptable in, in, into a society, into a group, into, into our humanity? Um, so imagine a child that who have never learned anything about shame or never learned anything about wearing clothes before that child goes out. That 
maybe you know being naked may be part of the norm. I know I'm exaggerating, and this is really dramatic. But and I'm not suggesting that you should let go of your shame by just stripping your clothes and then go naked into the society. I'm not suggesting that. What I'm saying is that we shame each other in believing that in order to act, do, and function within a normal society, that it requires us to to. Be in a certain way, and if you're not within that standard, if you're not within that social norm, then you need to feel ashamed. So then, what what is shame? Then you know, shame to me, it's really a human experience, and just like happiness, right? We all feel happy. We feel we know what we're what makes us happy, and when you know that you know something makes you happy, you have inclination of. Doing more to make yourself happy. Same thing with shame. Shame is an experience like happiness, where if you know something that's unpleasant, you will do. Next time when it happens, you will try and avoid that situation again. So just like happiness, shame is a feeling, an emotion, a thought that came up, and and what do you do with an emotion and feeling and thought? You become aware of it. Right, creating that awareness and creating that space. What happened with that awareness is that it creates a guidepost.、Um, what does a guidepost mean? It means that that is a learning point. Starting from there, you learn what is it about that behavior, what is it about that act, what is it about what you do that causes that feeling. And when you understand, you know the reason behind having that feeling and what led to that feeling, then you have a choice, right? It's always about awareness and acceptance and choice, and it oftentimes happens in that sequence: awareness, accept, and choice. And many of us, you know, practice mindfulness, or and in other words, mindfulness is awareness, right? It's it's oftentimes used interchangeably.、Um, and when you have that awareness, what is your next step? Accepting it, accepting that shame is part of us, and the reason why shame is here is that it creates a guidepost. It's a learning point. It's a point of recognizing. You know what's going on, so that we can learn more about who we are and what options do we have to move forward. So, in other words, I I believe that you know why why is happiness a part of the human experience? Why is sadness part of the human experience?、Um, to me, I believe that every experience is just so that we can evolve. It's an evolution. It's all natural part of the evolution that we need to embrace, and every single moment, it's a learning process. They're, they're just, they just is. They're not, they're not good. They're not bad,、um, and and you need to start begin to become aware of when do you start labeling them as good or bad. So if you're labeling your shame as being bad. You will always have that tendency of avoiding what's not pleasant, what's painful, what's you know not welcomed. So you will always try to avoid it. But what I'm saying is, because it's a necessity, it's really an important part of our evolution. Then the way to deal with it, or the way to handle it, is just the same way that you would handle your happiness. How do you handle your happiness? 
you embrace it, you enjoy it, you you stay with it, you being present in that moment of happiness. And same thing with shame. You recognize it, you embrace it, you accept it, and that becomes your learning point of how you grow. What is it about that moment of shame? What did it teach you? What do you what can you walk away with? That is the whole purpose of shame. So thank you for listening. And I hope you draw something and are able to walk away with, you know, what to do the next time when shame comes up for you. And again, I always welcome your feedbacks and your suggestions. Um, if you're interested, please go ahead and visit my website at elevatelifecoaching.org. Or you can actually shoot me an email at michelle.quay, K-U-E-I, at gmail.com. I love to hear from you. Hey, thanks for joining me this week on Perfectly Normal. Make sure to visit my website at elevatelifecoaching.org. And if you found values in this show, I appreciate a rating on iTunes and Spotify. Or you can simply tell a friend about the show that will really help me too. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. And be sure to tune in next week for our next episode.